0: Welcome to your favorite comic book YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piskor. I'm Jim Rugg. Been a long time since we had some Charles Burns. Too long on uh, the channel, so we're gonna we're gonna rectify that uh, today. But first, become a King Kfaber and uh, get all of our videos before anybody else gets them. Uh, you can also check us out while we are recording these uh, videos, and it completely mitigates the kayfabe effect. But The videos are brought to you by the books that we make in 2023. It's going to be a big year for cartoonist kayfabe. Uh, The Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming out in time for the holidays. Uh, It collects the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree Treasury Editions, as well as 140 pages of additional artwork and materials that is not in those uh, four volumes. There are three volumes of X-Men Grand Design out there two existing trade paperbacks of Red Room and we're starting a a third round of Red Room comics called Crypto Killers. Issue 1 comes out in May. Contact your store get them to order these comics for you. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. Each issue completely self-contained. That starts in May. Jimmy has Street Angel Princess of Poverty coming to you soon. It collects all of the Street Angel comics that Jim has made that are not collected in Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, which has gotten a reprint reasonably uh, recently, but that doesn't mean it's going to be on a stands forever scoop these comics up. You get both. You have all of the Street Angel comics uh, that have been created to date. Jimmy also has Hulk Grand Design in beautiful Treasury Edition format and Plain Jane's comics out there in the wild. And without further ado, let's celebrate uh, The Great Charles Burns comic output man with uh xed out the first in a trilogy of books i don't know if they were ever collected
1: they have been collected it's called last look and i was going to ask what the hell is Paperback.
0: Uh, the thing called uh the collection
1: yeah it's it's kind of kind of interesting for those weird reasons uh but this is his follow-up to black hole and he did black hole for over 10 years You're right and stark black and white beautiful one of my favorite comics art wise so he shows up here, and you can already see the different drawing textures, like all this background, fine little lines and stuff that you really didn't see in Black in, uh, black Hole, combined with color, Yeah, which is the other major departure from what I was used to with Charles Burns.
0: Absolutely, man. But when you take a look at this stuff, and you look on the interiors, uh, the color approach is just... Uh, you, you, you drop in colors, you know, with the computer, man. There's no noise to it or anything. Reminds me of, um, what's her name from like a velvet? Tina. Yes, Tina. (laughs) Doesn't it look like that? Absolutely. And, and the story kind of is surrealistic in that way. Big time. Uh, the, the color approach made me think about the the trinity of, uh, Chris Ware, Burns, and Klaus, and how they each have these very, very rigorous, pristine, perfect kind of drawing styles, very slick. All, all lines have meaning and, and look mechanically produced. And that kind of color lends perfectly to that kind of drawing
1: approach because it's perfect color. It is incredible to think of like, you know, the modeled color, if right. you were to put that on top of this, like it would just be, you're fighting. Right. But you know what you've got here is black is a color. Yeah, You know, and the black is a flat color. So if you didn't have flat colors in your other colors, it would really be a strange, like, in between the two. Right. So think, think Mignola. Yeah, I love it. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. And you're talking about those precise lines, and I always think about how do you describe them. There's a Crumb quote on the back of this book. It's almost as if the artist, as if he weren't quite human. And that's what I always think of is it's so precise and deliberate. You know, like, I always think if there's any, um, you know, sometimes there'll be a happy accident or something, that I'll be like, that's really great. Do you think that was intentional? I give Burns the benefit of that doubt. like if i'm not sure i assume it's intentional because i don't see any lines that look like they aren't exactly where he wants them
0: totally and i in a page or two i will point out like like i i embarrassed him publicly by complete accident by pointing out his attention to detail and it 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 made him turn red in 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 conversation i i did i felt bad about it but i think it just speaks to him as an artist so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell the story it's not it's nobody will think it's a bad story but but maybe him he's he's working at layers here right so like to get that texture of fabric on that couch that's another drawing on another piece of paper probably with the same level of detail because he will with a lot of straight lines you know he'll double those up with a rapidograph or something to get to get that thickness and i'm thinking that he probably did the same thing with those kinds of textures you know it's an old klaus trick all those guys rely on a dude called uh, i don't know if burns does but uh john kuramoto the other john k uh you'll see him name dropped in the Indishas and stuff of Klaus, of klaus and uh, some some chris ware books because he was like an early computer adopter and right. knows his way around photoshop and things and uh you see those those Klaus pieces where he's feathering the color layer. That's just another ink drawing that is then imported and turned into a color piece. So off the bat, we're getting sur- surrealistic here, right? Like we're totally...
1: Yeah, our guy wakes up, has a bandage on his head, and what's he see first? His dead cat.
0: Right. And a hole in the wall. Yeah. Very important, man. Because all of this stuff, if we're seeing the dream version... Of things that we will soon see in the reality part of uh, this comic, so the the part that I embarrassed Charles Burns with is that it's it's just it's simply this hole in the wall where you see this hole in several different angles and different kind of close ups and things, and it's always the same amount of bricks up. And like the little piece of dust that's here is still here. All of the bricks are in the same exact order in different angles and different perspectives. And I pointed that out as like a virtue. I was like, Charles, you may not think that like anybody cares or maybe you do. But like, I'm telling you, I noticed it and I appreciate it so much. I think that that's so cool that you gave this comic that level of of uh insight to that, that level of craft and he turned so bright red and he said he said uh well you only have one chance to get it right so so you got to make it right he said but he was so beat red that i did it actually it did make me feel bad man but, but I, I think it's i give you so much props because the other school is the kirby school right sometimes thor has six circles on the chest sometimes he has four but burns is that kind of intricate we have the uh do you have the charles burns uh, artist edition yes yeah draws big real real big man but even at that big size the lines are still very very tight but when you reduce the the big paper it tightens it up even further thus adding to that mechanical possibility
1: should say too, our hero Doug clearly a uh, reference to Tintin.
0: Yes, knit knit uh, in uh, mm-hmm. in the world of Xed out. Uh, almost everything we see here, we're going to see the kind of uh, real world version of once once we jack out of uh, the knit knit universe. Things like the little animal uh, on like being swept away in the flood, cigarette smells, ice cubes clinking. All this stuff we're going to see in, in in some different form, but it is isn't it? it this feels like a merger of all of Charles Burns' worlds from like the El Borba, yeah, or that like those era of black and white comics, Big Baby, and Black Hole. You know, it all gets merged into this kind of surrealistic approach where you have kind of dream space, and then you're going to have real world.
1: Talk about being in a different world again. Right. Like we've only gone what six or eight pages and we've already gone through a couple of uh passageways that open in two different worlds. Yeah. So
0: highly readable. Once you get started, you can't put it down, man. It just you wanna know what's gonna happen next. There's all this imagery that's so evocative that once you you wanna put a lot of these pieces together, and you wanna see where it all kind of like lines up.
1: Yeah, it feels wh- like a puzzle.
0: Where it leads and uh i like i propose we take a look at the second book you know next week and then the third and and see if it see if it comes to some great conclusion man i've I've read this all before you know but only one time uh at the end of this issue we could call it an issue you could call it a graphic novel if you want if you're a new York times critic or some shit but it's a comic book and it leaves a lot of stuff open
1: yeah very european in its model look at how nightmarish this thing is like he pulls it out of a hive yeah we get a close-up of crying eyes (laughs) and it eats it perfect charles burns face uh and
0: i would suggest that it's european in its model only in aesthetics because uh british like like french bond designate are complete in that many pages or it might be a character but like you get a complete unit which we do not get here we get the introduction of lots of stuff here so this is a piece that's established you know that's like the dad character
1: yeah the sad dad is is a is a recurring piece of uh the cast we fade out in interesting ways to
0: get us back into the world world and back into you know surrealism land and we see okay so it's not like a little fetus guy that was being swept away on the TV it was uh you know somebody's puppy
1: Yeah, you're really getting that idea of, like, what exactly are we seeing? Is is that earlier image dreams? Was it dreams in a drugged state or an injured state of some sort? Yeah. We see our guy jacked up. Yeah, the head injury much more severe in this this part.
0: And it um, creates the notion of the unreliable narrator, man. Like, it makes the excuse for that. You know, you can't trust what this guy is necessarily thinking. Some art Polaroids. He's he's also uh, he's also a pretentious art student, by the way. The yeah, real world guy.
1: Performance artist, would you call him?
0: He's got his uh, you know these, these photos are his. Well, maybe not these ones, but but so, you know he takes Polaroids and he's your art student that's going to become a manager at Hot Topic,
1: kind of art student. Domestic scenes, once again out of something like a black hole. You know, that domestic scene coupled with fantastic or surreal to me always, this is the grounder. This is the thing that if you're going to do that outlandish stuff, having this element of, uh, I hate to say realism. I wouldn't call it realism, but the mundane.
0: Things that we can identify with a little more. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, it makes it, to me, it makes those kind of other elements much more horrific. If you ground them in something that's like, oh, it looks like my kitchen.
0: People are buzzing at the door. He's not trying to talk to them trying to wean himself off with some pills. See, this is his art too, you know? These like Polaroid gimmicks. And there's a lot of foreshadowing. You know, we see future elements here. And even in the earliest pages where we're talking about stale cigarettes and some of those things, it's pointing to things that come, that come later.
1: Yeah, very much a repeating motif. So flashing back, you can see it's the same character because of the scars, you know, over his eyebrow. But even like the hole in the wall now is almost another one of those repeating motifs from his bedroom in the beginning. Whenever he wakes up, absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All the bits that you see in the surrealistic section, the real world quote unquote version shows up within the comic. But there are different things like little cipher characters. Like, like does this guy show up? Is that is that the mean the boyfriend who we don't see? Yeah. Uh, this little chubbo character man like who is that in uh this space got a girlfriend who's maybe not much of a girlfriend comes with them to this art exhibition thing how many of these kind of things have you been to these kind of shits must have been going on for for decades man where like people have just these abandoned houses oh, yeah. remember the the mocha stuff we would do or like go to like some weird bombed out building and have parties and things
1: yeah on the rooftops or <laughs> yeah Yeah, with like hundreds of people. It's a wonder all of us didn't fall off those buildings. Yeah.
0: And it's all the same shit, dude, with like the wires that are jacked into like light poles or whatever the fuck it's jacked into.
1: Yeah, how was that? How were those buildings even like still standing? Yeah. Yeah, this stuff is, uh, it is interesting to see. wonder if Char- everybody, I guess, has gone through this. If you're sort of fringy on, on the art scene, like you've probably experienced some version of this. Right. There's mention um, earlier that he's going to stick around and do his uh, Burroughs thing. You know, Burroughs is somebody who comes up in conversation about this kind of book. Uh, David Lynch is somebody who comes up in conversation with this book. You know, I think there's a short list of popular, I don't even know if surreal is the right word for what they do, but strange consciousness stuff.
0: Yeah. I think dreams are a big part I of dreams. it. I, I remember in, um, when I was in Denmark and I was out there with Burns, Klaus, Ware, and they were talking about dreams so much and evoking like dream imagery in the comics and stuff. It's just something that was like on all of their minds. It was, it was dominating the conversations that they were having around me so we saw him as that nit nit character this is where that that comes in to play in that real world aspect he dangles a freaking that old like tape machine that we all have had and it plays just crunchy noise while he reads from his own cut up stuff it's very important to him he wants his girl to stick around support him he goes up to do it and they cut him off in two freaking seconds (laughs) this lady with this dutch boy haircut is like nah, we're done. Time to time to sing.
1: Yeah, and uh, probably worth noting in that audience, we do see what looks like an ex-girlfriend from some of the photos that we've seen earlier. Uh, you know, just staring back at him through this audience. Don't know if that's actually happening or something he's imagining because we also see his what I think of as his current girlfriend is in that audience. Yeah, well, he's gonna break up with her at the end yeah. of
0: this, and then. You know, this is the girl that was showing up in those photos that he saw upstairs. Uh, butt naked, bent over, doing all of that shit straight out of uh, Death Wish 4. Was it uh, Jeff Goldblum, right? It's where they get the, the mutants in uh, Dark Knight. So the night ends. It's a, it's a hassle. The dude didn't get to express his art in the way he was hoping. They'll, they cut promos on the lady for being mean and cutting him off. The girl is reasonably supporting him.
1: Yes. Yeah, I read this and I cringe thinking about, one, how I behaved as a, as a young yeah. man, and then also how friends of mine behaved at, at this age.
0: Sure, yeah,
1: totally. Sensitive artists. There, is a, there was a commotion
0: outside, man. You see people ain't doing so well. Like one of the fetuses that he saw upstairs is smashed, and then you find out that that brunette that he was digging has like a real scary asshole boyfriend that right. kind of wiles out. And uh, that girlfriend is being consoled by her best friend or whatever uh our boy nit nit is going to go head over completely forgets about his uh, ginger-haired girlfriend to the point where where uh oh never mind uh, my my ride just left so that's all left panel that's a, a page like this is like my my favorite thing about comics where like you could have that visual part happen off cam but you
1: call attention to it in an interesting way it's so effective too that he just completely leaves her and and as a reader like we've left her you know all that happens behind us and like you say off panel it's it's a cool piece makes me wonder like what burns is channeling for this kind of story too because it it is like a coming of age setup
0: yeah like all of his comics you know like like the bulk of his comics career has has been spent like in this time period and things and, and I think that that makes I think that that makes sense uh, because you, we've been making comics a while and like I'm jacked out you know I have little sisters I have nieces and nephews who could maybe clue me in on like what's happening but I am far more comfortable and confident talking about a, a, a period of time when I didn't have my face on a white piece of paper all day so we have old knit knit we have we have current homeboy Who's, who's bedridden with lots of prescriptions, doping himself up, head wound and pills, which allow for that space to, to have the unreliable narrator plus to have the surrealism of that knit knit universe thing. Pretty cool example of showing, showing a Polaroid materialize. That's just a cool technical technique.
1: It's really good too on the um, repeating an image. Yeah. Like your line art here obviously is repeated. Uh, such a good purpose though. When they get into bits talking
0: about uh, the different artists who like play with Polaroids and and things like, I was googling them and they're pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I believe that. There's this
0: one artist that that's mentioned. Uh, it'll be after the girlfriend, after the chick leaves, the friend here. So established. That girl got a crazy ass boyfriend. He and he's he's now outside. He's hitting them up on the intercom and is like, "Let me come up there." He's <laughs> making such a nuisance that the neighbors are trying to scare him off hey get the fuck out of here go home blah 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 certainly must be embarrassing the the girls who 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 are in there and with the sort of violence of that guy who's very suspicious what She who, she up there with she's she got a guy she's fucking somebody what, what's going on uh you see him with the girl and now you see him with with the head wounds and stuff and it's like oh man that guy get a hold of this dude and put him in the position that he's in. Would you say that some of this is kind of cut up? These captions?
1: I don't know. I was thinking it's almost like he resets. You know, like we we keep repeating this kind of information. A, a couple times in this book and kind of throughout. It could be. It could just be to simulate that kind of cut up Burroughs technique. It's pretty neat. And I love that he matches it up with the uh, with the color yeah. panels. Yeah. So aesthetically, we're talking about that Klaus stuff where
0: clouds will feather color and how that, that's, that's a black piece of paper that, uh, you know, clouds just inks a different layer, vellum, whatever, and then scans that in, assigns a color to it. That's what I'm talking about. This kind of thing, but he will play with like crayons or something, colored pencils for clouds. And you see it on the cover here, like this kind of thing,
1: there's some, there's some, if you look closely like a speckle that he's getting there, that almost looks like it's a sample of um, splatter, right? And there have been a couple of those. There was carpet early on that had that kind of same like little dashes. And you know what happens is like, once you learn this technique and now you're playing and you know, coloring this digitally, it's very easy to be like, oh, let me try this. Right. Or let me do this other piece. You know, like you see him coloring the cigarette butts and they don't have holding lines. So it's it's not a big leap. You know, there's a highlight of white on the side of your cigarette package. He's good for the uh, still life. Yes and when he does it he's
0: able to when i say he's good for it it's not photorealistic it's like a still life through the charles burns aesthetic yeah and it's a winner every
1: time think of the end papers
0: for the issues of uh, black hole
1: we've said it a couple of times and i don't know how we'll ever do a video on it but sometimes there'll be a book and it's like that guy draws cool yeah you know and often it'll be like characters sort of their body language and poses and angles burns draws cool and it's a style thing yeah and it's like a really short list of artists i can think of that that do that where like every panel is exactly what you said like it always works it always looks good and i you know these aren't particularly exciting compositions it's just the drawing style itself has a coolness to it
0: yeah yeah very hip it's this lucas samara guy and she's talking about how she likes the x-rays with the thousands of pins sticking into these skull x-rays you could google that and it's really pretty freaking cool looking it's such a cool idea so both of them are pretentious art student losers and uh he is running game and is like i would like to take your photo right now and she's like i should pose with something how about this razor blade she's going full art student chick right here and fucking slits her wrist
1: while he takes his snap and there's a lot more of that, like, coloring line art in, throughout these panels. Yeah. You know, the blood looks like it's a separate piece of line art. Yeah, and some, then the, some of the crayon stuff. The or pencil stuff, Or whatever inside of the blood.
0: Yeah. When you talk about the benefit of the doubt stuff, right, he does have two different hairstyles. So this is a passage of time. He would be deliberate. If it, if, if it was the next day, it would be the same length of hair. And at this point, I do think that, She's already his muse. She's already his girlfriend completely. Dad is looking as jaundiced as the wall behind him. He ain't doing so good. Telling the boy that he needs to eat better because he's just on the Pop-Tart tip. Which is, to me, that's like evocative of an age. Because like, when was the last time you had a Pop-Tart? Would you ever think of uh, having a Pop-Tart? Yeah, I've aged out of the Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of questions. This 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 comic is all questions. And for the last part of our conversation, like we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a POV shot, right, straight from the eyes, like that's not an easy thing to draw.
1: Yeah, but then followed by Polaroids, which sort of are all POV shots, right?
0: Yeah, sure. And it's like so much stuff that was already established, man. The knit universe, the different albums, specific Polaroids, and we see that there's a there's a lineage to this, man. Like this girl, her hairstyle's changing, so he's with her. He's with her for some time.
1: Repeating those visual motifs of the round, the circle, using the circle template to establish motifs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's he's a motherfucker with the circle template too because, like, I think he he's able
1: to use the ink compass. Look at how wild this is for a transition where, like, we're, we're in the bed and the disgustingness of, like, what we're seeing there. Amazing. But he's doing some stuff here that we haven't seen, like gradations in the color. Right little little bits of stuff
0: uh some noise
1: yeah it feels like somebody who's maybe getting a little more comfortable in playing i like seeing him do color because like this kind of stuff is really wild looking it adds a dimensional to his art that love is black and white art but there's something else here he gets to play with yeah
0: back to these fetuses man and you're like all right man it's got to be an abortion story right is that what we're building toward see all these dead fetuses all these allusions to that sort of thing
1: Yeah, those giant eggs that they're eating. Ovum. Mm.
0: When he's coming home late at night one day, right? And he sees the light on in his space. And that's his dad looking at old photos? Like, that looks like old, right? Like a black and white photo from from his day? Because I also thought, like, he's kind of using the boy's art for spank material of his girl but I don't think that's what that is
1: no I don't think so he mentioned to him something about saying something to his mother you know like the parents are separated hmm and uh, maybe the dad's not still connected there a- again like you say like all this stuff is just questions like we're trying we're shown a bunch of elements and like we're trying to connect those colored threads to those elements right like imagine right. tearing out these pages and putting them on our wall and let's make them make sense
0: right and we close things out with not much, like, you know, you got your knit-knit. And, and, dude, having the crown with the little string, it makes it look like a mask. But that's it, man. Like, we're going to the hive next. Uh, but we're left with nothing but questions. It's not a full episode. Right. And I have a lot of thoughts about that, man. Um, and those thoughts are that I think... I think this is all conjecture this has, has no root in any fact man This is just me trying to think with the limited knowledge that i have on the book industry on making stuff on putting things out on pricing things out uh that's that's all i'm basing any of the stuff i'm saying on man talk to nobody i think that he was able to get a great advance but it has to make sense for the publisher to justify that So instead of doing one book, a black hole, we're going to do three $20 books to knowing that we're going to push number one super, super hard, so so like a ton of those. And then, of course, the next couple will be diminishing returns. Uh, But if you start at a high number, those diminishing returns can be nice. It's a $20 book. Uh, It's probably going to take you a long-ass time. And we gave you this advance. You know the x long ago like we got to put some stuff out i know he's a 10-10 guy as a reading experience on this volume how to freaking ball highly readable like like you're flowing panel to panel the way you do and and it's pleasurable because it's it's putting all these questions into your mind and you're kind of going someplace in your head uh trying to keep up it's not like a whodunit you know it's not that severe of like question it's just like you know you're giving burns the benefit of the doubt man it's gonna it's gonna take us someplace that we want to go and up this on this up to this point i'm on board you know like i'm so stoked these things don't they come out one a year or something uh but as a reading experience i'm fully on board but i think that when you serialize something like this and you leave something up to all just questions I don't know that it's humanly possible to make something like this pay off in a in a satisfying way for the reader.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. I love the end pages by the way.
0: Yeah. Taken from panels within the book. I was looking at that stuff close like is this an extra new piece of art that was made and it's not. It's it's taken from
1: yeah, specific panels. Feels like a movie trailer just looking at the end pages. Yeah. And I wonder how into like uh How much movies are an influence? You know, I mentioned David Lynch, but that doesn't mean that he's drawing from movies or, or, you know, cinematically influenced necessarily. I know he was into comics, I think, pretty early on. Like, he's given talks that you can find on YouTube about, like, horror comics and things. Right. So it does make me wonder. And then, like, you mentioned him in conjunction with, like, Dan Klaus and Chris Ware. And I don't often hear him mentioned with them, but I don't know why not. Like, he's a peer. He should be. Um, I think it's, his output's a little bit different the way this stuff has been focused on one story or one big work. It's kind of, he's kind of a mysterious cartoonist for me. So any piece is like a morsel I'm eagerly devouring and have a lot of mystery and questions about. Yeah. So I kind of like that quality about his work.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, I'm inspired to continue yeah. this read to see where this goes, because I have some vague remembrance of, uh this you know i read the story one time yeah. you know i read the, i read it once uh probably in in total one time i read this when it when it comes out and then when the hive comes out i read this in the hive and then when the whole thing comes out i read it all together just like black hole basically and i re- I did just that once so that tells me something about my it tells me that like either i was deep in the game which i was i was completely like like when xed out came out when i told charles burns that stuff at breakfast like we were at miami book festival when i had probably volume two of hip-hop family tree that's like the time period that this thing came out so i was deep in the game myself and it is a shame that we just don't have that kind of time like we did as kids where you can like read and reread and reread uh but i am curious to read this thing again I was very happy to go through volume one it's an inspirational piece of work uh just the the rigor that goes into this guy's comic making
1: is very exceptional he has those couple of one shots like blood club that uh, i think kitchen sink put out a color edition of one i think it came out of might have been in raw first and then like a color edition was released and they're just comic book size yeah um and it's more of what you're describing there of like you know it's kind of a small story you know and a little bit straightforward it's a different kind um, of comic because, it is totally because different.
0: black hole black hole is a comic book and then it it gets collected that other stuff blood club the big baby serialized weekly comics you and i i don't know if you even remember this man it was when it was when a new mad max was was impending it wasn't out yet but he stopped up he stopped by our table at a tcaf and uh we were bullshitting with him and i was like you know what charles this is just on my mind like i know you did weekly um what do you call it you did like a weekly comic strip I don't understand how, because I have all your work.
1: I remember this conversation. I don't
0: understand how that would look on yeah. a weekly sh- sh- page because it fits so perfectly into like a six-panel grid. And he basically said, "I do. I would do two tiers, and it would just end where it would end." Like I, I had a bigger story in mind. I had comic books in mind. This was the delivery mechanism that he had available to him. So, so if it just cut off it just cut off. Like, if if there was a panel transition that would be in, say, panel... Say if it's a six-panel grid, in panel four, there'd be no punchline. It would be paid off in panel five, which would be panel one of next week's comic. That's just how we did it.
1: Imagine reading that in that format.
0: Totally. So, So that's what Blood Club, El Borba, Dog Boy... Like, that's what that stuff is.
1: Do you think that his style evolves in order to offset that kind of platform? Because, like... I think about this stuff through a lens of I have art books. There's yeah. no narrative. I just right. like looking at the images enough that I'll look through it over and over and over. And I kind of feel that way about Burns. Mm-hmm. I actually I think Black Hole is a masterpiece. I love it. Um this series I'm I'm interested in reading the next two volumes together because I never read it all in what time. Right. You know, it was years between readings and stuff for me. But I also don't care how it adds up because like I just like looking at Charles Burns' artwork. Yeah. So you know, if you're delivering it in a way where like this isn't even a comic strip, this is like four-fifths of a of a gag or something, and then next week you can get the, the the final, the climax. The style being something that's like satisfactory on its own would be really important. Totally. And I wonder if there's any bit of his art that evolves to fit that.
0: Yeah, that's a good question, man. And that 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 is the crux of this book to me. Like he's created a world and and introduced Enough questions and stuff that like, like I'm just, I'm I'm following along. Like I'm on board with you, Chuck.
1: Yeah, well, I'm let's, on board. let's read. Let's read the next one, man.
0: Let's do it, man. Uh, but let's get out of here so that we can do that, man. K like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Can K can beat the K effect by joining our Patreon and supporting us at the highest level? You also get uh, you get the videos before anybody else. And you can um, sit in on live recording sessions and get books before we even edit these videos. We have kayfabe-affected books just from the chat room in the past. But the vids are brought to you by books that we make. So, Jimmy, tell the people what you have.
1: Street Angel, Princess of Poverty is my next book coming out from Image Comics in the next few months. Um, it is all the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, which we just reprinted from Image Comics. So pre-order that one or pick it up if you haven't already my other recent books are the plain janes and hulk grand design can't miss that oversized fluorescent green treasury edition out now while supplies last and finally i am posting my latest comics on my patreon you can read those at patreon.com jimrug
0: the hip hop family tree omnibus is coming uh to you in 2023 504 pages 140 of those pages are not in the first four volumes of hip hop family tree treasury editions There are three volumes of X-Men Grand Design out there. Two volumes of Red Room trade paperbacks are out there right now. We're starting up the third round of Red Room Comics. Here is the cover to Crypto Killers number one coming out in May. These are additional variant covers to go along with that issue, including the sketch cover variant. Uh, We have to put in our orders, uh, and we probably did put in our orders. So if you see this out in the wild, scoop it up, man. Uh, It's the only chance you're going to be able to get it. You can also find WYSIWYG uh, on uh, the stands at, at finer comic
1: shops everywhere. What else do we have, Jim? Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFAB newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kfabe t shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video.
0: All great ways to support the Cartoonist K-Fabe channel. Given those marching orders, we'll be on our way.
1: Read more comics.